Passionate, driven, enthusiastic, euphoric. This is who we are as entrepreneurs. But how we leverage these incredible attributes to dream and build businesses that scale and grow is what this podcast is all about. Hello, I'm attorneypreneur Josh Brown, and welcome to Franchise Euphoria. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Euphoria. Today, I am thrilled to have Mike McDowell here. Mike is the general manager of Social Joey, a social media management company based just outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee. He began his career in marketing with his family's construction business during college and has been working in the space ever since. Mike was recruited by the Social Joey team during the development stage of the company due to his success and expertise in targeted advertising through social media. On the personal side, Mike and his wife, Megan, have been happily married for just over six years and just found out they will be having their first child in early September. Hello, Mike, and welcome to the show. Hey, Josh. Thanks for having me. Very excited to uh, to be here with you. So you're going to be a dad soon, huh? I guess so. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of one of those things where you're you're still really nervous and still trying to uh, to make it reality. We're still early enough in the process where it hasn't fully sunk in for me yet. So, well, that's awesome. Congratulations to you. I've got three daughters myself, so um, I can tell you, parenthood is is phenomenal. Well, I appreciate it. I am. Uh, I'm very, very excited. My wife and I both uh, very excited about it. So, well, thrilled to have you on. Uh, just to give a little background on Social Joey, I had the um, the great privilege of being next to Social Joey in a booth at the Indianapolis Franchise Expo. Got to talk to those folks and and uh, really enjoyed it. Really. Um, really uh, was excited to see and find sort of a social media company that that uh, seems like they're doing it the right way and certainly has an interest in the franchise space. And so that's how this the idea of interviewing somebody from Social Joey came about. And it's also pretty good timing for you guys because we just had on a couple episodes ago, Michael Stelsner, uh, the founder and creator of Social Media Examiner, which I believe is the largest social media resource um, in the world. And so he he was a, a tremendous interview. And so we're really kind of on a theme here on social media and the benefits and advantages for, for franchise systems to be utilizing it because I really do not believe they are doing justice and, and, and really utilizing social media in the best, in the best way possible. So, so in that vein, Mike, can you give sort of a, um, uh, uh, almost like a, just a little recap of your role with social Joey and sort of what you're doing to try to help businesses better utilize social media? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, to, to speak to to what you were saying there just a little bit, um, one of the things that we found at Social Joey um, and something that was very surprising to us is, is we were under the impression early on when we started the company that franchises already had this figured out, uh, that they would have, you know, three or four, ten people at uh, their, their main offices handling this for their franchisees. Um, but what we found is, is we've been in the space and as we've started working with some franchises is um, it, it's actually not been. Uh, as, as maybe managed as well as, as what we had originally expected. Uh, when we started Social Joey, our target was the small business community uh, of, of the United States. 
um, the, 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 what we would call a one-off business, uh, you know, mom's diner or, uh, you know, the local HVAC company, things like that. And, uh, we began working in the space and built a, a very strong base of clientele, uh, doing those things. And, um, from that, we actually had a few phone calls from some franchisees, uh, who had, um, the ability within their franchise to do their own social media. Um, and with that, um, they had asked us if we would, we would partner with them and, and do some things. And so that's what really led us into investigating the franchise space and, uh, specifically the social media side of that. Um, and, and what we found is they weren't the only franchisee that was like that. And so we began working with a few of them. And then um, after about three or four months, we actually got a call from one of their franchisors who said, guys, I don't know what you're doing uh, with, with this team and with this group of, of locations that they have, but our entire franchise needs this. And, uh, you know, would you be interested in coming to our corporate offices and talking with our, our marketing team and directors of marketing uh, to, to be able to, um, to, to talk to our entire group about this? And we were very excited about it because, you know, for us, it wasn't something that we considered uh, early on, but uh, have found that it's been a a very uh, powerful avenue uh, for what we've been able to do. And uh, so we've been excited about it. No, that's great. I mean, you know, and, and that's the thing in franchising, you start working with the franchisees and you've, you've have some success or they have some success very quickly. You can be part of a much larger system. And then obviously the same holds if you start um, with the franchisors, but I too was surprised, but very early on realized that franchise systems um, are really behind the curve when it comes to this. And I think part of it is they obviously want to have as much control as possible over their franchisees. And part of that is controlling how they utilize the internet and how they utilize communications with regard to the franchisor's brand. And so most of these agreements have very tight holds on how franchisees can actually communicate and how they can uh, develop social media accounts and so forth. But in this day and age, um, it's it's really, really, really important that uh, local businesses have the ability to market themselves in a local and community based way, which, of course, you, you can do best through through social through social media. And the thing I've realized more of late is that a lot of these franchisors outside of directly supporting the franchisees, anything regarding social media or any other kind of aspects relating to the business, they are more than willing to hire third parties like yourself to come in and do it for them because after all you would do a much better job than they would do themselves. So I think you guys are onto something there, quite frankly. But let me for for those who don't know what Social Joey does or aren't that familiar with the social media marketing space, um, can you take a couple minutes and just break down uh, for folks out there what Social Joey does and how Social Joey would engage with a franchise business? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so one of the things that's happened over the past four or five years, Josh is, um, and it really speaks to what you were just talking about. Um, you know, five years ago, if you were a a large franchise or or even a corporate center, you could have one Facebook page or or one Twitter account that encompassed your entire group. Well, um, as, as Google and Facebook have shifted to, to what we call hyper local marketing, um, they have begun to create pages for every single business that they can find in America that they can verify exists. Um, so as this has happened, what what most franchises have started 
doing is they'll just take the information that they post on their their corporate page or, or their main page and they will push that down to all of their locations. Um, the problem with that is the algorithms that run those networks actually punish um, the companies that do that because they are not what what Facebook or, or Google would consider putting in the the necessary effort uh, to make it feel like that business is really a part of the local community. Um, as as we saw that at Social Joey and have kind of seen some of these trends. The thing that we said is, okay, the thing we know about franchises is, number one, you have to keep a consistent brand voice across everybody, but it needs to be unique to each individual location. So anytime that we work with a franchise, the first thing that we do is we meet with either the corporate marketing team or the CEO or whoever they have in place that really sets the voicing or the branding for that business that needs to be consistent across every platform, across every location, and we get the heart behind the business. What makes them them? What separates them from their competition? Why is you know McDonald's better than Burger King or, or whatever that looks like there? Um, so that they can tell their story to us so that we can then tell that story to the consumer. And then we actually go and we talk to the local franchisee because the thing that we know about those people is they're in the community. They're ingrained in the chambers of commerce and they're, they know who their local competition is and what's happening locally that's important to their community. They know about the Christmas parades and the, you know, the, the times when, you know, there's a a event in the community that, that typically a corporate office isn't going to know about, um, unless somebody picks up the phone and has that interaction. So we get to know the franchisee, uh, and their location specifically as well. So that when we're talking about the brand, when we're posting to those different pages, we can encompass, we we can encapsulate the brand message that the corporate office wants to to push out, but we can do it with the local flair that the franchisee really needs to be successful locally. One of the most difficult things that I hear from the franchisees that I talk to um, is is the new kind of trend, and and maybe it's not all across the United States, but across a lot of the United States is everybody's doing this big buy local push, um, and a lot of times franchises get left out of that because people forget that, you know, the guy that owns the local, uh, you know, uh, U.S. Lawns is a great, great franchise that we work with. The guy that owns the local U.S. Lawn may have corporate support behind him, but he still lives in Chattanooga, Tennessee and feeds his family from the businesses that he works on in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And he's a part of the local chamber of commerce and deals with local business people. Um, And a lot of times people forget that because they just see the big brand behind the scenes uh, and don't realize a a lot of times that there's a real human being that lives in their community that's there, um, that this is their livelihood. This is their small localized business. Um, and so I feel like if I was going to say anything about what service we provide is, is it, we really help those franchisees become the local businesses that the community is looking for, but we do it with so much more power because we do have the support of a big brand behind their name and, and the support of a marketing department who's really put a lot of heart and soul into developing a strong message. And so with that, mixed with the tools that we have through through some proprietary software we've invented, we have the ability to go in and target customers and we have the ability to go in and take care of posting every single day on all the major social media networks that that brand and company needs to be on so that they never have to worry about it. And really, I guess if you were going to talk about the pitch of it is we can do it less than they could even hire an intern to go in and take care of it for them. Uh, 
Um, and so that's really the, the, the premise behind Social Joey is we know that these brands and these franchises need to be there. We know that they've got to find a solution and they either have to bring somebody on to be able to do that or they have to – the franchisee um, has to allocate their own time to it, which typically they will tell you they don't have the time. Um, so we've developed a system that allows us to do it, that allows us to keep every single post every single day to every single location 100 percent unique to that individual location that we're not replicating things. So that meets all the algorithm specifications of all the networks but we're still able to engage with an audience on a local level, which is where your customer base comes from as a franchise. Whether you're the franchisor or the CEO or the franchisee, you've got to have the local people buying your product at the local location or you're not going to be successful. And so that's what we focus on and engage with and, and really push our, our, our brands and our businesses that we work with is how we push to, to help them drive customers and things like that. So I think stories are powerful. And I know at the Franchise Expo, we had a chance to talk and you were telling me um, about some of the success you were having with some of your some of your uh, businesses that you're working for. Can you take a moment to talk about that? Um, you, you, you don't have to name the business if you don't want to, but at least talk about some of the success, because I think that will uh, certainly resonate with people out there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so one of the, one of the things that really got us into the franchise space and, and kind of the industry was the urgent care walk-in clinic. Um, and, and we, we have a lot of benefits to, to that space specifically because a lot of the people in our organization's background comes from the medical side. So, uh, when we think about things like HIPAA and, and the, the regulations and things that come along with medical, a lot of companies and, uh, a lot of digital media companies get a little nervous with, with some of those things, but for us, it's really our bread and butter um, because we've got so much experience in that area. But uh, we started working with a, a group of, of, of local urgent care facilities um, and and really, like I said, our launch into the franchise business. And, uh, and the three centers uh, specifically within about a 10, 15 mile radius of our building that we're working with uh, within that franchise group are number one, number five and number seven in the entire company uh, of patients seen per day and average revenue per patient. Um, and it's because we we became experts at finding who their perfect customer was. But then we could go beyond that and even look at, OK, well, this insurance company pays us better than that insurance company does. And typically a person on this insurance makes about this much money a year. So so we were able to narrow down our target base for their customers um, to such a finite level where we could even know about, you know, if if person X, Y, Z clicks and comes to our centers uh, because of this particular ad, we know about how much money we're going to make off that person. Um, and so it, it's really been able um, to allow us to put a strong ROI behind it, too, which for the, the franchisees that, that own those locations is great for them because, you know, they're taking out billboards and, uh, you know, doing advertisements on TV and things like that. And, and, and there's not a lot of ROI data that can be given to them outside of, well, here's the approximate number of people that drive by that location. Or, and, and what we do in turn is we turn around and say, well, here's the exact number of people that clicked. The Here's where they clicked to. Here's how old they were. Here's their gender. Here's what city they live in. Here's what part of that city that they live in. Um, 
And that piece alone for them, just having ROI data behind their marketing dollar has been so beneficial. But but what it's turned into for them is it's turned into making them three of the most successful franchisees in the entire corporation, has a couple hundred locations across the United States, and, and they're in the top 10 with all three of their locations. And the, and we're talking about just outside of Chattanooga, three, three fairly smaller um, communities uh, compared to some of uh, the bigger communities they're competing with, like New York City and Philadelphia. Pennsylvania, um, you know, Cleveland, Tennessee is a small suburb of Chattanooga, and that's actually the, their their main location. But it's number one in the franchise group for patients seen per day and, and average patient revenue. Um, and in Cleveland, Tennessee, is is uh, just a small dot on a map that probably wouldn't show up to most people um, just outside of Chattanooga. And uh, and that's really the power of it is if you can get your message in front of the most likely people to buy your product, uh, it really is unbelievable the amount of of, uh, and the positive effect that it can have on your bottom line at your business. So, so what's the process that you go through with a client, with your clients to really get to know and learn their business so that you can effectively market them on social media? I mean, I think that in order for you guys to do a good job, which it certainly sounds like you're doing, you have to have a, a pretty good understanding of, oh, yeah. of your customers, right? And who they're trying to That's serve, right. who they're trying to check. So what is that process like for somebody out there wondering? I mean, how long does that take? Is there a little bit of a runway or what's the, what's, what's the, mm -hmm. what, what's your experience with that? Yeah. So typically what we try to do is specifically in the franchise side of things is, is we really like to set aside at least an hour on the front end with with the CEO marketing director um, to really get the heart behind the brand. And that's a really important piece because we when we post for a client, we never want people to know that Social Joey is posting. We want it to feel like somebody is sitting in that you know physical location of that building writing that message. And so so typically it, it takes a good hour with the the franchisor with the marketing director, whoever that person is. And then with each individual franchisee, because we have the baseline strategy, that conversation is, is quite a bit shorter because all we need to know from them is locally what's happening. Now, the other thing that we do with them and, and, and what would cause it to take a little bit longer um, is if they want their own local flair on some things, if there's some, some um, you know, some wording that, that maybe is used or some, some popular terms and, and different things like that, uh, understanding their competence competition is huge. And so we always go in with every location that we work with and research their local competition uh, if the franchisee doesn't know a lot about their local competition. And so there's quite a bit of work that happens on the back end that really nobody sees. But in order for us to be effective and for our business to make sense, uh, we've got to know the heart of the business, number one, first and foremost. We've got to know the messaging. We've got to know the local um, demographic data. And all of that is stuff after we talk to the franchisor, the CEO, the franchisee, all these people, we come back and we meet as a team and say, okay, out of all of our writers who are experts in this area, who is the one that would most likely be able to communicate the best with this particular group of people? And we assign a physical human being to write every single piece of content for that location. And then we go and we pull our graphic design team aside and we say, okay, out of all of our graphic designers, which one has the most expertise in this particular industry at creating conversions from Facebook, from Twitter, from LinkedIn, Google Plus? Um, who can we put with this client to ensure they're successful? And then we go out and we look at our account manager base and we say, 
okay, out of all our account managers, who is the most likely person to be able to develop the strongest strategy uh, working alongside myself and, and some of our other creative people uh, th- that are in uh, management positions and things like that. And we handpick each team for each individual place. Now, a lot of times what will happen in the franchise world is, is one of those riders can write for multiple locations because they're somewhat close together and, and share some things that are, that are very similar. Um, but, but typically the locations themselves have their own unique team. Uh, they're, they're a team that specifically focuses on that location or on a group of five or six locations within that franchise that they can really spend their time and energy making sure that, that we're, we're knocking out of the park now. Now, there's always some back and forth, right? I mean, there's always going to be feedback that has to happen. Uh, we, we're not the business owner. We're not the franchisee. We're not the person that, that, that developed the company. So so we always have an open line of communication. Every one of our customers has the cell phone number of their account manager and can pick that phone up and call them anytime they want so that they can have an open line of communication to say, hey, the post made sense, but I feel like it would be more effective if we did something like this to where we can have that ongoing. And, and we're constantly monitoring the stats and the clicks and the engagement to know, okay, these things were more applicable to this business than those things. So let's post more about this and less about that. So you guys, um, have, so, the, you guys have the backend analytics that you provide to the customer as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Every every 30 days, we compile all the analytics from all of their social channels and we, we hand them to them and have a conversation. Our account manager will pick up the phone, call them, talk through everything, say, you know, here's this post that, that went viral. Here's why I went viral. I think it would be a good idea to maybe focus on this a couple more times a month rather than just, you know, one or two, because people in your your target market seem to really be interested in this specific thing that your business does. Um, and so we're, we're constantly, without talking to them, going through those every day when we're looking at the articles that we posted, looking at the, the posts that we're promoting, things like that, and seeing the engagement levels. We're every day going in and looking at, okay, how can we improve it? How can we improve it? Is this the right strategy? Is there something better we could be doing? Um, do and you guys so there, do blogging as well? Do you guys do blogging as well for folks? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, so um, at our at our optimum level package and above, uh, we include two blogs a month, um, and they are completely designed to be SEO friendly um, to make sure that we're plugging the keywords that are important for Google search because we know that those things have uh, have such a strong impact on SEO. Um, and so blogging is included in our optimum package and above. And, uh, and, and that's typically where most of our clients will fall is at that optimum level. Um, and that gives them two social media networks, blogging, uh, it includes, uh, social media advertising. So a lot of value in that package. And, uh, and so, yeah, we, we blog, we post, um, really just about anything to do with social media or blogging we can take care of. So that's fantastic, Mike. Well, there's certainly so much we could dive into. I know on this first interview, I'd I'd like to probably have you back sometime down the road that we can dive into specifics about each each individual social media uh, platform. Uh, but yeah, for now, cool. I think this was a great sort of background on Social Joey, and and I know folks can can go to socialjoey.com to find out more information. Is there any other information you want to provide about Social Joey before we uh, before we uh, end the interview? No, I mean, I, th- I think that 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 covers uh, a lot about it. And uh, I certainly appreciate, Josh, your your time today and, and bringing us on and uh, anything that we can do to provide more information. If you ever want to do any more of these. Yeah, like you said, I mean, I'll be more than glad to, to talk through any specifics, uh, things like that. But uh, but yeah. 
Well, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I mean, it's it's not often that somebody I interview I actually have met and know. And uh, you know, I had the the like I said, we we met each other at the franchise expo, and you guys certainly seem like you're doing it the right way. And uh, it's it's frankly a good price too. I know you guys have different packages, but I would encourage people to go to socialjoey.com and check those out because um, for the value that you guys are delivering, I think you do it at a at a reasonable clip, which is which is always very important to small business owners. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that, that was our, our primary goal starting out is, you know, in, anybody can charge 15, 16, $1,700 and do this and do it high quality. Um, it takes some, some real skill and expertise and efficiencies to be able to do it at the 200, 300, $400 price point, uh, and still be able to provide the value and show the results, uh, like what a really, really almost like what a, an advertising agency or PR firm would, uh, we can just, we, we built so many efficiencies into that model that it allows us to do it at a, at a lower price point. And that's where we're, we're excited about taking, uh, taking it to, to markets outside of the, the first few areas we've been working on. Um, and, uh, and, and really exploring more of the franchise world as we've really started working with, with quite a few franchises and franchisors. Uh, we're really excited about that road and where it's taking us. So, well, you know, I love that you guys are focusing on the franchise model. Not enough, uh, not very many, um, social media companies do for whatever reason, but I think you guys are smart to hit on that. Um, and you know, the other thing we didn't even get a chance to talk about, but I think it's worth mentioning is that, you know, so many people who try to do this themselves, there's, there are significant problems when you try to do it yourself and you don't know what you're doing. I've seen that from many, many companies, um, that come off doing things, not only in a wrong way, but just in an unprofessional way. And sometimes using photographs that aren't theirs. And so you get into some trouble yeah. there. So I'm sure you've seen that as well on your end. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had to, uh, to deal with a few, few clients who, uh, who, you know, for a long time, were just Googling, you know, pictures of cats or whatever, and, and taking and posting them and putting their logos on them. And then, you know, they get a lot in the mail from a photography company saying, hey, you stole our photo and now you owe us money. Um, and, and it's it, it's funny that, um, you know, a lot of people and, and really even a lot of social media companies, Josh, they begin with the company and say, OK, well, what do you want? Uh, one of the things that really separates us in this space is before we began talking to the customer about, OK, customer, what exactly are you looking to fit your needs? We actually started talking to Facebook and then we started talking to Twitter and said, what does it take to be successful on your platform as a business. And that was really our whole precedent of how we're going to set up our packages and build our build our system out was we actually contacted the Facebook development team and said, if I'm a business page and I want to be successful and we're building an application for this, what is the, the series of posts and what does it look like to do that in the right way? Um, and we got a lot of great feedback from those guys from, from really all the major social networks that we've talked to. Um, and it's just because nobody's ever done that before. And, and that's really the thing that's starting to separate us in the marketplaces. We began with the algorithms that are controlling whether or not people see your content on social media. And we said, well, if we can hit those to a T every single day and do it in a professional and correct way, um, we're going to, to be able to take care of these companies companies in the right way and, and really help them uh, grow their bottom line, but also grow their exposure and their brand recognition. Um, and, and that's one of the things that, that we're very passionate about is not just putting people on social media, but putting them on social media in the way that the specific social media sites want businesses to be there so that it can be effective and so that they can get the word out about their business in the right way. Well, that's tremendous. That's 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 really, really great. And uh, glad to hear you guys did that, because certainly there is a process, there is an algorithm 
algorithm. There is a strategy oh, that yes. goes into all of this. So <laughs> thanks again, Mike. I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Socialjoey.com um, is, is where people can find the information. And again, look forward to staying in touch, staying in touch with you guys and, and keeping, um, keeping uh, up to speed on uh, all the great things you guys are doing. For sure. Well, we appreciate it, Josh. And thank you again for your time. And uh, we're excited to be here today. Hopefully this was helpful for you today. If you are in the market for a franchise, I would highly encourage you to check out my free ebook, which is what to know before you buy a franchise. You can head over to my website at Indie, that's I-N-D-Y, FranchiseLaw.com and download it there for free. And um, let me know what you think. If you're enjoying this podcast, if you're enjoying the value that you're getting from this podcast, I'd also invite you to go to iTunes and uh, provide me with a rating and review. It always helps uh, for visibility on the podcast. So thank you so much for your support and uh, hope this episode was helpful to you. Thanks for being with us today on the Franchise Euphoria podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to go to iTunes and provide a review. Also, please remember that although Josh Brown is a licensed and practicing attorney, nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as legal advice, because it is not. The information contained in this podcast is general and educational in nature, and none of it should be relied upon as legal advice. That being said, if you have questions for Josh and would like to contact him, please email him at josh at franchiseuphoria.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you tune in to our next weekly episode.